What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Decode Podcast. It is Mario Day. It's actually March 10th today. Yes, it is March 10th. Happy Mario Day. Yay. <laughs> uh, once again, welcome to the Decode Podcast. Coming to you live from the Waypoint Cafe over at 65 Ludlow Street in the Lower East Side of Manhattan, New York, where we are coming to you fresh off of uh, post-work for me. And Gino's been at the cafe all day. Doing, doing work, work. <laughs> and uh, we're here to bring you a show about all the gaming news and esports news that we can throw at you uh, but before we get into all that uh, we'd like to update you all on what we have been playing uh, I think I think for both of us it's just been more Elden Ring at this Elden point right Ring, <laughs> um, and I've taken a few breaks with like some of my backlog okay that's about it <laughs> yeah but mostly Elden Ring <laughs> Yes, I finally beat Elden Ring. Glorious game. And now I'm trying to see if I can be like Elite and do speed runs. I got a I got a four hour run in using the the that guy that did a, a two and a half hour yeah. no death run. Yeah. So I used like a little bit of his strats. I'm not that great at the game, but like I did I followed like the path that he did. And it took me about four hours. So I, I was like I, I was I found that impressive for me. Considering I haven't done speedruns in a very long time. So that's cool. Anything else besides Elden Ring? What what did, what did you catch up on recently? Uh Megabyte Punch, which was uh by Reptile Studios. They're a small indie game. The game came out like years ago. And I was only reminded recently that I had their game because they're putting up that Jet Set Radio like game. I've seen that, yeah. Yeah. That spiritual successor. Yeah. So I'm playing their other game first. Uh, finishing up Pokemon. And I tried out Triangle Strategy. That's right. They had their demo recently, right? No, the game's out. Oh. Yeah, the game's just out. I completely missed that it actually released. It came out last Saturday. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Game's good. I'll tell you that much. It scratches an itch that it hasn't been scratching forever for me. Uh, that long lasting Final Fantasy tactics itch. Yeah. Good stuff. That's about it. Um a lot of cutscenes. Which I really? didn't expect. Yeah. Okay. I mean, like the first hour is mostly cutscenes, two battles, more cutscenes. So I'm like, okay, this is like tactics advance. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I just kind of wish I could have been like, I wish they included the dialogue, hey, you can't be new kid forever. And just like <laughs> name myself new kid. <laughs> gonna do about it <laughs> gonna do nothing about it exactly uh, I was speaking of like haptics games and stuff like that I was looking forward to Advance Wars but uh, Nintendo due to the real world crisis that is so, currently between Russia and Ukraine this is has funny. decided to delay Advance Wars 1 this and 2 the second time those games have been delayed yes because the last time it, it, when it so was it delayed, released it released the, first, the day before 9-11. No, it released on 9-11. I think it was September 10th. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. And then the game for, the, for North America, it released uh, September 10th. And then <laughs> they had to delay it everywhere else <laughs> because of that. Yeah. And I'm sitting here, I'm like, maybe the reason why Nintendo's been afraid to make a new one is every time they make a new one, a world crisis happens. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 it's obviously like public image 
thing, you know, like it, yeah. it's kind of insensitive to release a game it's about war. Yeah. <laughs> While we're literally going through wartime chronicles. Speaking of active, uh, one of the Activision, I think it was a trademark dev who no longer works there was like, oh, yeah, guys, remember this press release? I think it was for Modern Warfare 2. Oh, my God. Where I, Russia I, objected to being the villain. Yes. Of the game. And now the dev, I don't think they work at Trademark anymore, but brought up this tweet and was like, hey, remember this? I was right. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he said. I'm just like, you know, this isn't the right time to do this. But it's good that you kept that grudge all this time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would keep grudges against Activision forever. Yeah. I, I still do. <laughs> Speaking of Activision, they're in the news for something stupid. Well, two stupid things. There's a lot of stupid things that when it comes to Activision. So um one of them Well no, the first <laughs> the first one is about um the lawsuit, supposedly. There's a lawsuit happening right now with SEC involving the Activision Microsoft merger. Right. Because one stockholder who might have had insider information because he has stock in both companies, bought a bunch of Activision stock before, like an hour before the announcement. So they're going to see if it unfortunate was timing, if it was truly a lucky trade or if he knew. <laughs> I think I think he knew. I think he knew or had an inkling. He had. A, he had. He he's had, not a huge investor in Microsoft, apparently. So mm -hmm. who knows? Um, the second one is uh Activision Blizzard is now blaming Microsoft for not hiring a single woman for their board of directors. Activision has had three years to do this. <laughs> and now like it's Microsoft's fault. And I, I, I love like that they're that. blaming Microsoft. So for those of you who don't understand, um since Activision Blizzard is based in California, California law states that if you have a board of directors, at least three of your board of directors must be women. That is law. California has that ingrained in law. Yeah. Activision Board of Directors does not have any woman on it. They've had three years to comply with this law, and now they're blaming Microsoft. After Microsoft has, has almost balked them because the deal hasn't gone through yet, it's still being yeah, it's still being under review. Yeah, I really like I really like that Activision has like the gall, just the gall to be like, well, it's it's Microsoft's fault, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure Microsoft is sitting here looking at them like they don't even own you yet. I don't know. I'm just waiting for that. I, I want the deal to go through just so I can see Phil Spencer fire Bobby Kotick. That's all I want. Like, I'll be, that'll be a happy Christmas. That will be happy Christmas. Gamer, he should do it, he should gamers, do it publicly. Gamers and everywhere will rejoice. I can't, I can't wait to see like Twitter. <laughs> I am 100% expecting it to happen at an E3. Like, yes, Bobby Kotick come up. To, it's like, yes, I'm here to present you with something. What? Your severance paper. <laughs> It's like here, you've been laid off technically. That kind of thing only happens in movies. I know, but it'll be the no. Spencer's petty enough. Probably, yeah. He's I, petty enough because he's he's had so many issues with uh with Kotak. It's not even funny. Mm -hmm. Um, at least some good news from Activision Blizzard. Uh, I guess. Well, Overwatch Two is uh, uh Overwatch Two beta went live. Second yeah. That one. Yeah. <laughs> the Overwatch so, 2 has a closed alpha right now. If you were lucky enough to get in, the closed alpha is happening right this instant. But beta signups have begun. You can actually go over to, um, I think, Activision's Overwatch site and sign yeah. up for the PvP beta. 
Uh, they are separating the betas for PvP and the PvE modes that are going to be added to Overwatch 2. Uh, this is going to go live uh, late April. Signups are available now. What's um, funny about this, to me at least, what's funny about this to me as a person is that the first hour of the site was unreachable. Because hmm. apparently, I, I'm sitting here, I'm like, oh, everyone's saying, oh, it's a little too late for the game to come out now. Overwatch ship has sailed. The site went down because everyone tried to get into this beta, like the first, like. I mean, Overwatch has popularity. I, I think, like, people are really excited for this one just because it's going to be something new. The game has kind of, like, staled out a bit. Yeah. Uh, the cool thing with this PvP beta is you'll be able to try out the new push mode. Uh, where it has a robot and two barricades are at the center of their map. You and the opposing team are fighting control for the robot. And then once the robot is in your possession, it will start shoving your opponent's barricade towards an objective. And if that barricade reaches the goal, that's an instant win for you. Yeah. So it's kind of like a, a combination of uh, objective-based. Yeah, it's gigantics. It's, gigan it's gigantic. Look up gigantic and you'll understand what I mean by that. Uh, it's basically like super competitive tug of war yeah <laughs> or the original payload mode of uh tf2 yes actually yeah that's probably the best comparison <laughs> <laughs> i forgot about that <laughs> i forgot about that um proving once again that tf2 is, is just a superior a game. game yeah <laughs> um, we haven't had content in years <laughs> it still has and it's still played yeah but um you also we're also getting one of the new characters yeah, we're getting uh, Sojourn. Yeah, which is cool. She has like a, a rail gun. And I think this is going to be the mode that's used for Overwatch League. I think this is going to be the build used for Overwatch League. So. Most likely. Which is happening starting May 5th, which is a Thursday, which is weird. Um, Thursday at 3 p.m. is the NYXL game. Yay. So, yeah. I don't know. I feel like I, I, I don't want the ship to have been sailed on that, but I feel like I don't think it's going to have the same draw as original Overwatch did. Like it, it'll be played, but I don't know. If it's still on. Gonna... It's still on YouTube. Like they're still pushing it on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Which, you know what? After the years that Twitch has had, like the past two years that Twitch has had with every gaff and the recent article coming out of um, uh, the New York Times mm -hmm. and Bloomberg stating that everyone. Is jumping ship in like C suite level. It seems like to make sense that like that the game is kind of uh, that people are a little hesitant to put exclusive content on Twitch. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, did you sign up for the beta? No, I'm going to after the show though. <laughs> um, keeping up with the uh, esports news, we have the official lineup. For Evo 2022. And my greatest fear happened. <laughs> what? Yes, I understand that Sony owns Evo. But forcing everyone to play PS4 when some of these games communities aren't on the PlayStation is absolutely insane. I, 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 know, I know you're going to throw your hands up and be like, yeah... I mean, most of these games do run better on PS4 anyway, so... Not KOF. King of Fighter, well, one out of, like, 12, yay. And uh, neither does uh, Grand Blue. Grand Blue actually runs better on PS4 than everything. No, not on PC. 
Grand Blue is unless they fixed it recently. They Grand Blue fixed is it. terrible. No, PC. They, no, it's been it's been regardless. Fine for a while. The game has majority been played on PS4s. I thought the, yeah. no, the community has said that's PC that's to nah. go to, but the for game. tournament, it's PS4. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the games that are going to be present for this evil, we have obviously Street Fighter V Champion Edition, Guilty Gear Strive, Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate, which means that all the DLC and everything is now legal, uh, Tekken 7, King of Fighters 15, Melty Blood Type Lumina, Dragon Ball Fighter Z, Grand Blue Fantasy Versus, and Skullgirls Second Encore. Uh, if you remember last week, we reported that N- Nintendo is not going to have Smash at Evil, uh, again, Nintendo partnered with Panda. To Global. So it will probably be something. What's also good is because Evil happens in August. It's right right next to SmashCon. And then um, the other big Smash uh, tournament. I can't remember the name of it now. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like you had three weekends in a row of these pro players playing. As long as you can bring your own controller, it's no big deal, right? Um, well, yes that, and yes no. and no, because uh, there is a small, ever so tiny, noticeable degree of input lag depending on what you're playing on. Um, take that however you will. But also, uh, Sony probably won't allow Brooks adapters. Like Evo probably won't allow Brooks adapters. So if you're used to playing on, say, an Xbox controller. Sony's not going to be happy with you plugging an Xbox controller into a Brooks adapter, which then plugs it to their system. Yeah. Like, my question is, are they being played on, if it's the P, they said the PS4 version. Are they being played on PS4s or are they going to be emulated through like the emulation on the PS5? Uh, I, would, I would hope that I would, it's actual PS4s. I think it's PS4 Pros because okay. that, that's the system that most people would play this on uh, just to avoid that slight degree of latency. But we'll see when evil happens. Uh, But most likely it's going to be PS4 Pros. Um, But that's evil for you. One of the biggest fighting game tournaments ever. (laughs) It might not. I don't know. Like, I I still have. uh, I know that Sony owns it, so it's like it makes sense. But. Judging how this game released. See what the rest said. I want to see what these people say. Yeah. Everything we just announced. Okay. Yeah, everything yeah. <laughs> I just want to make sure we got over everything yeah. when we talk about this stuff. It's just, it's kind of annoying. It's just like, are they spot? Uh, it's not so- evil. Is owned oh, by Sony. It's, not <laughs> it's owned. It's half owned. The other half is owned by Pokimane, <laughs> a streamer. Well, her company that she started, her events company that she started. Yeah. So, so there's that. Yeah. Um, let's go over some. Uh, Gaming, gaming with uh, Sony. Sony yesterday had a state of play. Yeah. So Sony did I a state of play that, that, that came out of nowhere for one. Uh, also, it didn't suck. <laughs> also, it, they literally announced it the morning of. Well, it was announced like two days ago. Oh, see, I didn't even know that. I literally only found out about it the morning of. It's like, yeah, we're doing a state of play. I'm like, this is way last minute. Why? So- because they got games to announce uh so they did a a state of play uh do we have the list yeah there's that uh so they started off with uh a new game from capcom which is uh not dino crisis but it's it's, 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 it's probably dino crisis it's a new game called exo primal and it looks like it takes 
the concept of Anthem and mixes it with like Earth Defense Force, Earth Defense Force, and Dino f- Crisis, and Dino Crisis, because you fight a bunch of dinosaurs in super suits that you can go into. Why do you have two helmets? Because you have to wear one helmet to protect you from the other helmet, and uh, the, the two helmets combined are strong enough to withstand dino teeth. Probably, yeah. Because, you know, T-Rex bites hurt and stuff. My, <laughs> my genuine question is, like like you mentioned, because they kind of just fall out of this, like, orb. Yeah, there's, like, orb sky. opens up in the sky, and then a bunch of dinosaurs rain down onto a city street. And, and like, I'm like, what? wouldn't the velocity kill them? <laughs> it should, technically. But Maybe no. after enough have fallen and died on the bottom, the ones landing on top are fine. They, they're cushioned. Yeah. <laughs> like when the T-Rex falls out of that, like what happens then? <laughs> well, there should be enough dead bodies underneath the cushion to fall. I don't know. But anyway, uh, Exo Primal is a, it's going to be like a team-based shooter type game. It's coming to both PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5. Um, I still think that it's Dino Crisis, they're just calling it this. It might be a bait and switch, but I think if you watch the trailer, I think one of the biggest things is how they had one of the characters. One of the characters look like the main character from Dino, Dino Crisis. Crisis. Yeah. <laughs> how it's not Dino Crisis is beyond me. Yeah. Um, but like we'll we'll have we'll definitely have more as they release, as they more, release information. more information. What's crazy about this game also is the fact that I'm sitting here watching it and I'm just like this looks like something that would have released during Dino Crisis. like this would be in arcades as an on-rails shooter. Yeah, but like, I mean it looks like an on-rails shooter with the light gun and everything. Right? <laughs> like that's really what it looks like to me. I'm like, so are you going to give me a light gun for this game or no? Yeah. So, uh, Exo Primal is slated to come out sometime in 2023. I guess we'll wait to see when Capcom decides to reveal more information on that particular title. Uh, following that, we're going to scroll all the way down because this is out of order. <laughs> uh, we had a new trailer for uh, Forspoken. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, Forspoken, unfortunately, delayed until October 11th. Yeah. Um, new trailer showed a bunch of uh, new gameplay and stuff. I still have no idea what the game's about. It just looks really pretty. It's an isekai game. Yeah. So just go read an isekai manga, and then you'll understand what it's about. I, I do. I, I've read isekai. I've watched isekai anime. So she's gonna fall into another land, learn a bunch of magic powers, and wind up fighting the demon king. Yes, and then go home. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or have a harem. Yay. <laughs> 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 uh, there was another stranger, another trailer for Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin. Uh, that game's coming out real soon. Drops March 18th. Uh, I did play the new demo they released yesterday. Did they fix all the issues that you had with it? Uh, so there are different combat types that you can pick. Yeah, I know. So that's the best thing for me. So you can either have it play like the Souls game or you can have it play as like the combo oriented game that it should have been. Uh, one of the things that I'm definitely going to like is that it ha- it's going to launch when the game comes out. It's going to have a story only mode. So the difficulty is super dumbed down. If you just want to play through the story. Yeah, good. That's what I want then. That's what I'm going to do. And that's what I'm going to stream for you guys <laughs> on March 18th when the game drops. Because I refuse to put any actual effort into this game outside of buying it right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but we're going to have Final Fantasy, uh, Strangers of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin as the like, next mainstream game. Game for like Games Pass. Yes. 
if Sony had one. <laughs> they do. It's just not good. Unfortunately, no. Uh, um, what else? There was that Gundam Evolution oh, game they announced. Yeah. Uh, basically, you take Gundam Overwatch. and add Overwatch, and you have Gundam Evolution. Uh, it's dropping later this year on PlayStation 4, PS5, and it's also coming to PC. It's going to be a free-to-play multiplayer shooter set in the Gundam universe. So because it's Bandai, because it's Gundam, expect to be nickeled and dimed for everything, and I really wish... I'm not going to spend a single dime on this game. I'm going to download it. I'm going to get good with, like, two characters, and then I'm going to break the game somehow. And he plays like any of the extreme maxi boost games. <laughs> the DLC is going to be what the what the meta is. As much as I hate to say it, uh, unfortunately, you're probably right. <laughs> uh, there was a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Kawabunga collection also announced. There's a lot of games. There's a lot of games on this coming out later this year. Uh, you got a lot of games from the 8-bit and 16-bit era. We have the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade game. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Turtles in, our, in Time arcade version. The NES Ninja Turtles, that hard game with the terrible swimming levels. Like Ninja game. Turtles 2, the arcade game. The Manhattan Project Tournament Fighters, which isn't great, but I'm glad that it's on there. <laughs> Turtles in Time. The Super Nintendo version of Tournament Fighters, which also wasn't great, but I'm glad it's on there. It was actually better than the arcade release. Uh, I think the Genesis version was. Well, the Genesis version is also included on this, oh, okay. too. Uh, you have the Hyperstone Heist. You have Fall of the Foot Clan, which was the Game Boy game. The sequel, Back from the Sewers, and the third game in that series, Radical Rescue. These were all the original Game Boy. I'm talking about the gray brick Game Boy that was as big Wait. as an actual brick. Do you remember those black yes, and white? Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. My, my thing is, and it was green and, and uh, black. The screen was green. Yeah. Yeah. Um... We haven't had a Ninja Turtles game since that era, actually, if you think about it. Well, there was a the remake of Turtles in Time that Konami put out some time ago. No, I'm talking about like not a remake or anything like an like actual, an actual original Ninja Turtles game. Yeah. No, I can't think of one. No. Of all the IPs to do brawlers with. Or like a seafood like game. <laughs> not Ninja Turtles. Um, yeah, I guess. Or even like a Devil May Cry style combat game. Now you're asking for too much. That would require Nickelodeon to put effort in their games. I don't think Nickelodeon fully owns the... I think they only own the broadcast rights, not the... No, Nickelodeon fully owns Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles is only shown on Nickelodeon now. Yeah, I thought it was only broadcast rights, not uh, even character rights and everything? Yep. Okay. They do the show. So Paramount, you mean? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, there was also a new trailer for Ghostwire Tokyo. I'm excited about this game. Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo also has a free-to-play visual novel that you can play right now. Yep. It's a prequel to this awesome game. Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo is out March 22nd. Damn it! It's out after Final Fantasy. Wait, oh. it gets worse. Plus the 25th, and then we have Kirby. And what else is on the 25th? Is there something else besides Kirby? There's two other games besides Kirby. There's um, Rune Factory 5. Okay, that's more you, not me. Yeah. And I think there was one other game. Another big game. I can't remember it now. I think I might have confused. Because I think they might have moved this up. Because I think Ghostwire Tokyo's original date was the 25th. 
Maybe. So Ghostwire Tokyo and Kirby are basically around the same time. time yeah. They're all days apart because it's Final, uh, Strangers of Paradise, Final Fantasy, Ghostwire Tokyo, Kirby. And then the Borderlands games also drop in. The, right, one, yeah. The, tiny, the next day. Like the, the 28th. Tiny, yeah, the Tiny Tina. Yeah, Tiny Tina's uh, RPG. They revealed uh, one of the new classes. That, like They did the skill tree video oh, today. Cool. I saw that. That was pretty interesting. Um, I think this article missed a few of the announcements. Cause there's the oh no, there's the Returnal. Yeah, there's a free update coming to Returnal. It's gonna add a co-op mode and a new area, which is basically like this tower ascension thing, like typical in these kind of games. Tower. Yeah. So you have that. Uh, it's a free update for one of the probably one of the more underrated games on the PlayStation Five right now. Uh, so there's that. Uh, interestingly enough, uh, there is a remake of the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. That's just a cash grab, let's be honest. Everyone's been asking for a fighting game for JoJo again. Because if you were to release a fighting game, it would be now. Yeah. But everyone wanted the Dreamcast game that came out years ago. <laughs> the 2D fighter. I think it's interesting that they took like, I think this game was originally on like PS3. a PlayStation 3. It was a PS3 game. I don't think it ever released outside of Japan, actually. Probably not. I don't think but so. I, I don't remember show. it coming to the States at all. Um, yeah, because I have the game in English. But it's uh, basically, it's yeah. the JoJo All-Stars. It's going to have all the JoJo characters in it now because they're adding the current yeah. JoJo Oh, she's awesome. I, I love her. Jolene. Jolene. <laughs> oh, it did come to States? Okay. I think it was like only on Dreamcast, though. No, no, no. no the PS3 version. The PS3, oh, yeah, the, yeah. That one, yeah. Yeah, that one. I don't remember it coming to the States. I remember playing a JoJo game like way back in the day. I don't know if it was PS3. No, it was or, PS3. Because I think I remember at the time, it's like, do I choose this JoJo game <laughs> or do I choose the Saint Seiya Muso game? Because that's what they were both out around the same time. I remember that. Because I yeah. remember picking them up. It was during the Geek Fist days. Um, <laughs> yeah, because there was uh, we discussing, uh, the gold Saint Seiya ones, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was the Saint Seiya Muso game, which was $150 because it was a giant box. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was the JoJo game. And I'm like, I don't know which one to choose. Both of them. I did not choose both of them. No, okay. Uh, in a really weird finish for a state of play, we ended on two new Square Enix games. Uh, first was a revelation of a new tactics type of game called the Deal Field Chronicle. Insert more JoJo j- jokes here. Yeah. <laughs> um, it I looks like a cross between tactics what? and Fire Emblem. Emblem. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really interesting what it looks like. Um, Definitely not for me. I'm not. I I, I, can't. I liked how the isometric looks because I always yeah. like that kind of viewpoint where everything looks toyish, but it's not. Yeah. And then yeah. something I thought I would never see. We're getting a sequel to Valkyrie Profile. I watched the trailer. It doesn't feel like a Valkyrie game. Well, it's because it's more action, action RPG. RPG. I know. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah. hmm. I'll reserve my expectations. It's also coming to PC. So. Yeah. Uh, Valkyrie Elysium is, was announced. I don't think there was any release date on it. Um, the other thing that also kind of like, 
interest me. It's Wally. Hi, Wally. Hey, Wally. Hi, Wally. Wally's on the show. Hey, what's up, man? Long time no see. We miss you over here. Uh, two things that, uh, kind of like put me off about this game. Uh, one, how do you announce a new Valkyrie game and not give us any news on Final Fantasy 16? Two, why does this game look like it came out like on the PlayStation 3? I'm tired of these games looking like crap. Okay. So I agree with you on that. But um, <laughs> my only complaint so far is about Final Fantasy 16. And you know what? I was going to complain about it. But judging by how he's treating 14 right now, and he's like, yeah, he did. He did a four and a half letter fan letter to the community uh-huh. like about two, three weeks ago. And it was just like, yeah, we're going to be doing content every four months now. So once a quarter, we're getting new patches for Final Fantasy 14. I'm sitting here. I'm like, so you're either doing this despite Square Enix because they won't let you do what you want with 16 or 16 so bogged down in executive hell. That you're like, let me just continue working on 14. And I really think that it's bogged down in executive hell. I mean, it's the game is definitely in a far long enough state that they showed it off. Yeah. Which means it's probably like a year off at it this point. It probably is a year off at this point. Um, but but we know how like Square Enix also likes to sh- spread its team members thin. Yeah. So chances are Tatsuya Nomura is taking some people from the team to work on Kingdom Hearts BS here. Or like... Seven part two, seven two, which is supposed to be in production at some point. Who knows? He said it's been in production, but anyway, no. I I think what the issue with sixteen is right now is that I think, to be quite honest with you, a lot of the games that have been released, even though they're shown during Sony State of Play's, still show up on PC. They're console exclusives, yeah, but they're not true exclusives. Mm-hmm. And I, as much as I hate to say this. I personally feel like Sony wants 16 to be a true exclusive. That's great. It doesn't. It doesn't. That makes sense. So it would, it feels like it's going this tug of war that I just feel like. I don't know. Sony might just get angry and try just to buy Square Enix. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. I, I don't see that at all. Like be an issue at all for one reason. Sony is actually very happy that the games are doing well on PC. Yeah. So I don't see them stopping this. For, like well, I, I Sony don't see them, games are doing well on PC. That's the only games that are being imported to yeah. PC. Yes. But I think I think Sony wants something to be like the system seller and historically they have. Insert Sony franchise here, here for that. I know, I know. <laughs> but if we look traditionally, when you think of JRPG or you think of RPG, you think of Sony consoles. You don't think of Nintendo. You don't think of like Xbox. I mean, yeah. So I think they really, really want the the return of that kind of crown because they kind of lost the JRPG crown. Let's no, be honest. No, they didn't. The JRPG crown just like got older and was like. What well, has the wider install base? We're gonna go on that. that. Yeah, like that's all happened. And I, I, I think honestly, Sony is just like, well, no, we want, we want the crown back. I don't think they care. Who knows? Because if they cared, we'd see like more of an effort for like Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two be pushed out. Like they helped finance the first one. Yeah. Also, <laughs> they're also afraid. Like everyone's afraid to touch no more or rush no more. Let's be honest. He needs to be told no a bunch of times and they won't tell him no. The man has free has free reign over all of Square Enix. 
Let's be honest. I mean, he has free reign over the stories he wants to tell. My man has left Square Enix twice to go work on Model of Soft games just because he wants to. <laughs> and Square is just like, yeah, you can do that. Just, just come back within like two weeks. I'm not wrong. <laughs> you know it's true. I mean, he's, he's able to do what he wants. Yeah. So I'm going to draw my own game with blackjack and hookers. <laughs> Which is even funnier to me because it's just like when you really think about it, um, he's like in the opposite of what Kojima was under. Yeah. <laughs> where Kojima can't leave Konami until they finally just like didn't let him go. It's like, you know what? Enough of this. Yeah. Meanwhile, Namor is over here being like, well, Square Enix is nothing without me. I'm going to go do what I want. <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, so while not uh, so that was basically the whole state of play in a nutshell just a bunch of trailers for games that are dropping this year um, in not Sony news we have Gotham Knights coming up with a actual release date this time Gotham Knights is set to come out October 25th uh, WB Games Montreal has been very quiet about this game since they announced the initial original delay there was that trailer last October that showed that uh, the villains were going to be based around the Court of Owls story from the comic books. Which is fun. Which is, you know, that's a good story. <laughs> it's, it's actually a great story. Go read it. Um, But now they have an uh, official release date, October 25th, 2022. Uh, you get to play as Nightwing, Batgirl, Red Hood, and I think it's, I think it's Damien Wayne Robin. I think so. Because it wouldn't make sense that it's... Unless it's, unless it's Tim unless it's Tim Drake. Because we know it's Dick Grayson Nightwing. Yeah. We have Batgirl. I feel like it's Damien Wayne Robin. I don't know why. Maybe. It remains to be seen. Um, I look to it. I'm glad it's coming out this year. Because I'm more looking forward to the Suicide Squad game. But that got delayed until next year. Yeah. Which was unfortunate. But I guess they didn't want to like. They don't want to. They don't want to eat, eat like eat the yeah. install base. So it makes sense because let's be honest, like we need more superhero games, and I think everyone's being a little cautious after Avengers, but everyone's being more hopeful because of Guardians. Yeah, I mean, superhero games are interesting because there was a time where like every superhero movie had a game coming out. I'll be honest, I kind of <laughs> miss that. I do too. I because some of those games were fun, like the Captain America game that dropped when the Captain America movie yeah. came out. That game's actually really good. The Iron Man game. No, that Iron Man game was no, no, terrible. No, no, no. It was fun just to fly around. Yeah, it looked it like you a- were a floating Lamar's yeah. chair. No, like. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the, I think my personal favorite was the Superman game. Which one? The one where oh, uh, Superman returns. Turns, yeah, with oh. the city's help. I like that game. That game had a great concept. I just hate that the final boss was a tornado. tornado. (laughs) Should have been Brainiac. Yeah. (laughs) Remember Catwoman? No, we do not want to remember the Catwoman game. No. No. We are trying very hard to forget that game. (laughs) Anyways, guys, moving on to the main topic of the show. It is Mario Day. One of the awesome announcements that was announced today is that the official Super Nintendo World out in the West Coast is going to be opening next year. Literally, we are a year away from having our version of the Super Nintendo World to open at Universal Studios Hollywood, um, which is going to be fun. 
Uh, I'm guessing it's going to follow the, the Japanese. It's all, yeah, it's following the Japanese. At the, ones, like, so. basically piece for piece. Yeah. Um, I just wonder if it's going to have like the anything food? added or the food too. That would be no, really the, cool. they, uh, knowing Universal actually is kind of weird how USJ works as someone mm-hmm. who's went there. Because one, when you enter USJ, uh, all the ticket people are Japanese and like the people who are working the stalls and stuff like that. But if you go to all the actors and like the character actors of it, they're all Americans and it throws you off so hard. That's funny. Um, like it actually threw me for a loop. Um, but they, I, what I've, what I've noticed Universal has been doing theme parks are something actually I really enjoy and it's really weird. Mm-hmm. Um, Universal has been slowly kind of realizing, well, everyone likes everything from USJ. Why don't we just import the stuff from USJ to our other two theme parks? Because that makes the most sense. Um, So they're importing the food. Obviously, there are some copyright issues. Like They can't bring over the anime section of Universal Studio Japan to the US because of... Actually, maybe they can now because Funimation now owns everything. (laughs) (laughs) But because everything was split before, it was a headache. Um, same thing with Monster Hunter, right? <laughs> but um, I, I really do think that it's. I think it is going to be a one-to-one uh, recreation. They're just going to keep everything the same, which is good. Yeah, I mean the theme park itself is not huge. So. No, it's not. You could do the theme. You could do that section of the park in a day. Yeah. So it should be interesting to see once it actually like opens up and is available to the uh, public. Universal Studios out in California is actually undergoing. Um, they're changing things around. They're actually doing renovations right now. So. Yeah, so it might actually be the same size than the Japanese one. They might be cutting back from other stuff. I think they're actually cutting back some of the Marvel stuff that they no longer. Maybe. Yeah, I know Florida has the rights to ev- to the to the rides that they have. Mm-hmm. Um, Disney for. By law, Disney cannot actually infringe on any of that. So they can't make a Spider-Man ride. Mm-hmm. They can't do an Incredible Hulk ride. Because that's, uh, well, that's at Universal Studios Orlando. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. You have the Hulk coaster. So... And Doctor Doom's free fall. Yep, they can't, they can't <laughs> do that either. <laughs> not, not... I haven't been there in such a long time. Ah, oh, man. It's been a while since I've been there. Yeah. Um... But be that's Mario Day, I wanted to go down the fond. I wanted to f- go down like the fond memories and embrace the member berries. And let's have a little discussion on what are some of our favorite Mario moments or like your favorite Mario game. I think I'm the only person time. in the room who enjoys sunshine. Like I in like, this room right now. Yes. Yes. Because I hated sunshine. <laughs> I genuinely enjoyed sunshine. I like sunshine's music. I like I like the classic platforming parts. Everything else, I was just like, "What's funny? You're you're like the opposite, actually." Because everybody else, everybody else hated the classic. Hated the classic part. Like, no, I want my water jet. Like, no, (laughs) this is this is how you're supposed to jump. (laughs) But um, I thoroughly enjoyed the uh, sunshine a lot, and I've been looking more and more into a lot of the tech of sunshine, like Mm -hmm. how Nintendo did a lot of the tech behind it and this goes to show you that Nintendo still has coding wizards in my opinion they have a very good and so you know when you're in in main Delfino Island right right and you go off all the way to the right um 
the and you see parts of Rico Harbor. Mm-hmm. So you think that's just part of the skybox or like the background. No. Someone managed to break uh, when they inputted the game to PC. They managed to go over there, um, and they realized no. Nintendo took the time to build out a miniature version of Rico Harbor. Yes. Then they went over to the um, to the amusement park and they built out a miniature version. Of the roller coaster and everything at the theme park as well. Mm-hmm. So it's like, wait, these were all loading at this time? It's like, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, Nintendo games are always impressive when it comes to stuff like that because there's always like some hidden thing that they do to make the game function on the, the yeah, technology. On the hardware. And I and I know we always everyone gives like a lot of flack to Nintendo for releasing not powerful consoles. I don't. I just I'm just glad they release good games. No, no, that that's the thing. They really. I just don't. I, I don't want. For me, it's. I don't want the gimmicky stuff. I hate when Nintendo does the gimmicky stuff. That's fine. But I know that a lot of people complain about how the consoles. Um. <laughs> yeah. Moving ahead. What's up, Ivy? How everyone complains about the consoles not being powerful enough, especially now that it's being compared to the Steam Deck. It's like, look at Zelda running at sixty frames per second at this this resolution and everything. It's like Nintendo. Why aren't you releasing hard like top of the line like hardware and the reason is because now you put a cap at what your developers can do regarding graphics regarding uh everything so they can spend more time making the game more playable if you think about it yeah i've never run into a fatal error of a game outside of pokemon (laughs) because apparently those devs are just lazy (laughs) i think one of the things that i I appreciate about nintendo being so limited with their design infrastructure or even like how they design controllers and stuff like that is it focuses you as a developer to work within the constraints of this is the controller I have to work with. This is how much power the system has. I need to think outside the box Box. now to make this game work. Plus also the the space limit. A good example is um, I'm going to use Elden Ring as an example of this. Yeah. Elden Ring should not be 80 gigabytes. I mean, I think Elden Ring should be larger, but that's me. <laughs> that's fine, but it's it's 80 gigabytes, and I'm sitting here, I'm like, let me think about this. I actually ended up rebuying the game on PC and ran it through my... Uh, I have a compression app um, that... <laughs> I have a compression app uh-huh. that um, compresses games. So, like It basically makes the games smaller, but it allows them to be still playable right. at, and, and everything. And it compressed the game down to 65 gigabytes. And the game still looked great. It still had all the great textures and everything. Okay. So I think today's developers, and I'm going to blame Call of Duty for this and Destiny for this, just they don't pay attention to compression rates. Nintendo being limited to a cartridge that has a max gigabyte count took Super Mario Odyssey at 130 gigs total size and compressed it down to 30. Yes, and the game still runs fantastic. Speaking of Odyssey, like yeah, it's obvious that Super Mario Odyssey is one of my favorite 3D Mario's of all time. Uh, but in terms of like old school, um, Super Mario Two on the Game Boy, the Golden Coins. Oh, that's a good game. One, it's a very fun, well designed yeah. game. I also really love that game because that's the first appearance of Wario. Yeah, and Wario is like one of my favorite Nintendo characters of all time. So I think that I game think is also also I think it would be nice. And I know this is a Square Enix thing. If we could get um Super Mario RPG Legend of the Seven Stars remade. 
is it not on the uh it's on it's on the super nintendo online no yes but i'm talking about let's give it i would i I want a sequel a sequel or what i would think is an actual re like let's give it a high res remake not like what um chrono cross is doing right but like I would like maybe give it the seven remake, like kind of like boost it up really high next gen ish type thing. Kind of like just remake the whole game, same story, just remake the whole game. Yeah, I would personally like that because it's a great game, mm-hmm. great soundtrack, lovable characters. What the? What's your favorite Mario spinoff type game? Soccer. All, both soccer games in all honesty both soccer games because that development team got away with so much and those games still ended up being rated teen <laughs> how do you put how do you give Waluigi this motion the DX move the DX move <laughs> and get that past not just Nintendo but ESRB right <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I, let alone Nintendo itself Nintendo's but, like yeah this is fine Literally, like, we're, this we're, is how you know no one in Japan watched soccer at the time. <laughs> nobody watched like European soccer at the time. Probably not. <laughs> um, I have a strong fondness for the Yoshi's Island games. Primary all side. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's perfectly Those fine. Those are some really fun platforming games. They are. It just raises too many lore questions. Oh, yeah. Like, I... I there was Who the, are their parents? They're from the Mushroom Kingdom. That's all we know. <laughs> is he? Because Odyssey kind of rewrote that. So the whole idea of them being plumbers from Brooklyn, that was a Nintendo of America 80s executive decision. Yeah, so I know I know the story about that. Yeah, I know the story about that because Charles Marnet actually did an interview saying how he got the role. Right. And the the um the voice caster. Said, yeah, you're you're a plumber from Brooklyn. So he just took the most stereotypical thing that he could think of and made it just kind of funny. Yeah. So it's like, okay, yeah, we'll we'll call you back. And he thought that he bombed the interview actually. I remember. I remember this interview. And it is like apparently the exec, like after he got there, told him it was like, Yeah, the second you left, I called like my boss is like, No, no, we found him. We found him. <laughs> but um, no, because in New Donk City they reference that it was Mario who saved Pauline. Yes. And I'm just like, so wait, are you from New Donk City or are you from the Mushroom Kingdom? Both. Look, man, if you there's want... Too it, many there's, there's so too- then what is Mario? Because the people in New Donk City are normal looking people. Maybe he snuck into New Donk City from like, it's obvious that that Mario game is after the events of Yoshi's Island. Yes, clearly. So- <laughs> but also after the original Super Mario Bros. game, the arcade game. Something like that, yeah. Because they reference Donkey Kong mm-hmm. kidnap, yeah. So you sit here and you're just like, so where? Also, where that timeline is that? Who knows? I don't care. I know that. I know that everyone talks about Legend of Zelda like timeline and where everything fits. You I want, want you a want Mario com- timeline. You, you want confusing lore? Yes, I want confusing lore. Kirby. No, Kirby lore is very simple. <laughs> no, it's not. Yes, it is. Post-apocalyptic universe where evil one. Kirby is an unfinished star warrior that likes to kill gods for fun. <laughs> <laughs> Prove me wrong. 
Where is Wally? He could he could he could co-sign that. I, and it's true. <laughs> I, I there's no, I I can't disagree with any of that. <laughs> Meta Knight is what technically Kirby was supposed to become. Because that is yeah. a trained, fully trained Star Warrior. Kirby is still technically a child. That's why he has limitless potential. And he defeats gods. And he eats gods. He combats Eldritch horrors. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, did you play Planet Roboto? I did. <laughs> that final boss is insane. It is. Uh, but anyway, back to Mario. <laughs> uh, so, Golden Coins, Sunshine. Is there any Mario game you didn't like? Hotel Mario, the CDI games. Oh, God. I mean, no one likes those. <laughs> I know one person who likes them, but for a different reason. Um, out of all the Mario games, honestly, this is probably going to sound so blasphemous. I actually do not enjoy 64. Really? Yeah. I'm surprised. I enjoy the DS remake of 64. Okay. Because I can play as Luigi. <laughs> 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 but I do not enjoy 64. And I think it's because like obviously yes, yeah, 64 is a huge important game to video game history. It changed how we view video games and everything like that. I understand it was the that. first 3D platformer. <laughs> yeah. Um I just think that it was a good first 3D platformer for Nintendo. Mm -hmm. And Sunshine made it like perfected in my opinion. Okay. Um, after that, I would probably say I don't enjoy the recent Paper Mario game. The one on the Switch. Yeah, I didn't enjoy that one either. Uh, I enjoyed the story. I enjoyed everything else. I did not enjoy the combat system because the combat system had me doing math. I, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm not a fan of the galaxy games i don't know how those got like so loved the first galaxy game is love yes the uh, second one is kind of just like no <laughs> the second one honestly should have just been dlc <laughs> it really should have just been dlc it probably should have thank god those games um, were those games 60 or 40 back then i, I, don't, I don't remember well, they're probably around the 40 50 dollar range I think, yeah i think they're 40 um i also didn't like super mario Bros. 3 the NES one, Raccoon, okay, yeah. Tanuki suit. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I wasn't a fan of that game. Uh Super Nintendo one, uh, Super Mario World. Well, Super Mario World was fantastic. I it love that game. Fantastic game. game. Um, I also don't enjoy the first Mario Kart. The Super Nintendo one. The Super Nintendo one. I think like for its, when it came out, I thought it was like really interesting to see that kind of game. Yeah, it's obviously like. What I it obviously hasn't stood the test of time. <laughs> no, what I don't like about it is um I don't remember which came out first, the Super Nintendo F Zero game or Mario Kart. Yeah. Oh, uh, I, I think F Zero was first. Okay. What I don't like so yeah, so it is right in my head. What I don't like is that they took the F Zero engine. And then just did this like and then like did this whole flat thing. They did the whole flattening. Yeah. But also the fact that they changed something because F-Zero proved that the Super Nintendo could do it, but it always felt like Mario Kart was just like a spin-off game that they just want to do something quick with. Right. The cart doesn't move in that game. Track moves, right. The track moves. And ever since they ported 
a lot of those old tracks into like eight, you can clearly tell that that design philosophy was a huge mistake because <laughs> it works for F-Zero. Mm -hmm. Making the track move and not the car move works for F-Zero because it's, it's high speed, so you don't notice it. Mm -hmm. But when you slowed it down, I'm like, this is Nintendo cutting corners. I mean, it, it, it makes money. It does. <laughs> um, there's also Mario Paint. I we haven't had a Mario Paint game. I miss those kind of things where like they had like the educational suite the on the Mac and everything also. Yeah. yeah. I guess I, I I guess they replaced it with Mario Maker. I guess that was in like In a way, the, yeah. The takeover for that. Give me a 3D version of Mario Maker. After oh that, my like, God. that would be so horrible actually. Just just on now that I think about it, I'm like, actually, how would you make this? <laughs> I wonder if it's time for like a Mario Odyssey sequel. I feel like we're due for one. Uh, I feel like for E3. We're going to get a lot of like, we're going to get rumblings of a new 3D Mario game. Mm -hmm. um, probably in the style of Bowser's, uh, that, that was the Cat Bowser game. Yeah. But um, we obviously know it's going to be about Zelda and everything this year for E3. So I don't know. They might just surprise us and be like, here's September release date. It's going to be like Zelda and Metroid Mario. 4. Uh, Mario. Mario, yeah. We're probably not going to see anything for a new Mario game we, we next year. Never say that. Never say that because remember, we didn't expect it's like, oh, there's going to be no new Mario game in the middle of a pandemic. Here's a Mario RPG game. Paper Mario game. Like, what? Why did... Okay. Okay. I guess. I guess. <laughs> um, I mean, we have Mario parties are just universally hated. Yes, Mario parties ruin friendships and destroy families. What, what kind of Mario game hasn't he done yet? Nintendo done yet with him. Actually, not a Mario game. I would like another Princess Peach uh, game. Yeah, like she only got that Game Boy, the Game Boy Advance spinoff. It was a DS game. Was it? Oh, it was no, a it was DS one game. Of, yeah. Something. Yeah. I want more Wario platformers. That's what I want. The last Wario platformer we got was Warrior World on the GameCube. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, I want I want more Wario platformers. Give Waluigi a game that's not a sports game. Put Waluigi in the next Wario platformer. Let us play as both. You know what's hilarious? Cowards. You know what's hilarious about Waluigi? His actual lore is that he's just Wario's neighbor when Wario needed a tennis partner. I kid you not. That is his entire lore. Because the first game he shows up in is Mario Tennis. I'm about to read up on this Nintendo lore. <laughs> uh, the first game he shows up is uh, Mario Tennis. And yeah, it was his, it was Wario's doubles partner. That's hilarious. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I think that's going to do it for today's show. If you want to tell us about your favorite Mario game, you can do so over in our Discord. Uh, check out that Discord link alongside all of our website link. I'm pretty sure my son's going to go ahead and uh, put those like links that. in there. Uh, but you can check out all of our social media links, podcasts, written content, and more over at digitaleraentertainment.com. Oh, I kind of have to. <laughs> Show ends at eight, and uh, I, I only have this space for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So uh 
visuallyerentertainment.com. Uh, Discord? Uh, well, we are, it's in there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Exclamation point Discord for that one there. And then exclamation point merch. You can also check out our merch over at our stream elements shop, streamelements.com slash digital era entertainment. We have our D hoodies, our D mugs, our D t-shirts, as well as our Coco No Pro merch, our upcoming wrestling themed visual novel. You can check that out over on our YouTube. I want a Mario visual novel game. No, you don't. <laughs> yes, I do, actually. Maybe you do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably the only person in the world who wants it. Over on the YouTube channel, aside from our Coco No Pro teaser, you can also check out our anime of the year as well as our game of the year videos for your viewing pleasure. No, no, no. It'll be uh, AOTY. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it didn't work. Uh, on top of that, you can also check out our sponsor, Image Anime. If you're an anime fan or know someone who is an anime fan, check out imageanime.com. That'll be exclamation point image. Use our promo code discount ship to have free ground shipping on all in stock items over $100. We thank you guys for checking out the show. Stick around though, because we're gonna have RJ and Joel play through some more Ace Attorney. Right, great Ace Attorney. Oh, they finished LA Noir. I think the LA Noir was like a one-off for uh, that one for that one random day. Uh, okay, but now they're back on Ace Attorney. Okay, so RJ and Joel are gonna do that after we sign off. Okay, but that's our show. Stick around because we got more content coming for you after the show, as well as the rest of the week with more streams. So have a good night. And as always, until next time, you've been decoded.